This podcast is brought to you by Monarch, the ultimate payment solution for both businesses and consumers. The Monarch wallet is the first wallet that can send recurring blockchain payments for your monthly bills and convert crypto into fiat. Learn more at monarchtoken.io. Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used or just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. This podcast is brought to you by Monarch the ultimate payment solution for both businesses and consumers. The Monarch Wallet is the first wallet that can send recurring blockchain payments for your monthly bills and convert crypto into fiat. Learn more at monarchtoken.io. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Future Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Juliette Lamar, and joining us today is Russell Corris. He is the founder and CEO at Easy Exchange. Welcome, Russell. Thank you so much, Juliet. It's a pleasure to be here. We're so excited to have you on and learn more about Easy Exchange. So why don't you give our listeners a little insight into exactly what Easy Exchange is and what you do over there? Sure. So Easy Exchange is a platform uh, that we are building to help facilitate the mass adoption of cryptocurrencies. So we believe that cryptocurrencies are going to be the next major paradigm shift in society, uh, that they represent uh, a new frontier in technology and currency in the way that people interact with each other. And we really want to see this in the hands of as many people as possible. And at the moment, unfortunately, uh, very few people own and use cryptocurrencies for a variety of reasons. But one of the major ones is that the exchange, cryptocurrency exchange industry has made it a little bit difficult for most people, especially new users, to enter this space. And that's really what we're looking at. We're, we're trying to create a user experience that's very simple, very intuitive, very secure, and something that new users can utilize to get into cryptocurrency and begin trading and understanding uh, this amazing new technology. Definitely on my side of things, um, when I think about cryptocurrency and, and things of that nature, I, I think of more of like a buy and hold because the market is so volatile and because I'm so afraid of you know, my information getting stolen if I'm, ex- if I'm exchanging on the wrong platforms or if my key is out there somewhere. Um, you know, and I feel like that's something that you want to change. You want people to feel comfortable buying, selling, and trading uh, every day. Absolutely. And so even, even something as simple as having a phone number for support on your website. You know, mm-hmm. I find it amazing that uh, these cryptocurrency exchanges that are holding millions and tens of millions of dollars in, in customer funds don't even provide so much as a phone number. And so if something goes wrong, you need help, uh, all you can do is send an email and wait days or sometimes weeks for a response. And to me, you know, I look at that and I think no other investor in any other asset class or any other security would ever put up with the things that cryptocurrency investors are forced to put up with. And then the question becomes, well, why is it this way? And does it need to be this way? And I believe the answer is no. And, that, and that's what we're trying to address. Absolutely. And that's, that's one of my biggest pet peeves is I'm like, where's the phone number? Where are the people? What if something goes wrong? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So besides having excellent customer support, you know, what are some of the, the other things that Easy Exchange is offering that, that are really above and beyond what the competitors are offering? 
But we're, we really are developing from the ground up with uh, a dual focus on security and user experience. So from a security standpoint, obviously, a lot of hacks and a lot of issues with cryptocurrency are in the news almost daily. And this is, of course, one reason that's keeping a lot of people away. They just they hear these headlines in the news and they feel like it's just not worth the risk. So we're really trying to address uh, every security aspect that, that can be addressed in the current cryptocurrency space. Um, we, our developers are come from a tech background, from, but specifically from a stock exchange background. So they spent the last 20 years with the Toronto, Boston and Montreal stock exchanges building and maintaining their security infrastructure. And they're now applying the same rigor and the same methodology to easy exchange that they utilize on the traditional stock exchanges. Uh, our assets are being held, 95% of all assets will be held in cold storage offline. So only 5% will ever be accessible over the internet. Uh, we are also integrating hardware wallet technology so that users will be able to store their coins in the most secure way possible on hardware wallets but still have them available to trade in real time. Uh, so from a security standpoint, we're really trying to, again, utilize the traditional stock market approach and, uh, and, and ensure that customers have utmost confidence in, in the, the stability and security of the platform. Uh, the other side of it is the user experience side. And again, you know, coming back to, I, I keep mentioning uh, traditional stock markets because that's really the model. Um, you know, Fundamentally, it should be just as simple to buy Bitcoin as it is to buy Apple or Amazon. But today, those two experiences from a user standpoint are dramatically different. One is easy and fully supported, and the other one is cumbersome and unintuitive and, and not supported at all. And, and again, that's, that's from a, you know, every aspect of the exchange from the time that a user first uh, arrives on the website to create an account all the way through Every aspect of trading we are looking at, we have dedicated user experience professionals that are analyzing the experience from the user's perspective to make it as simple and intuitive as possible. No, I, I absolutely love that. Um, just like kind of a side note, and it, this question struck me as you were speaking about, you know, we hear in the news about a lot of the hacks that are happening. Mm -hmm. And people think, oh, cryptocurrency is so scary and it's, it's not safe and it's not secure. But then I'm thinking to myself, well, <laughs> in comparison to how much fraud there is and how many, you know, credit card fraud, bank card fraud, uh, unauthorized withdrawals, are we just, are they just publicizing the cryptocurrency more because it sells headlines? To a certain extent, absolutely. And, uh, you know, this even comes up when I hear about cryptocurrency as, uh, or, or one of the criticisms of it. As, uh, that it's used for illicit purposes, money laundering and drug trafficking, etc. But really, the number one currency in the world by far for illicit purposes is still the U.S. dollar. Yeah. And somehow, <laughs> no, there's no calls for for banning that. So, uh, <laughs> and, and in fact, you know, things like Bitcoin uh, is is the thought that it's anonymous is actually a myth. Uh, it's actually pseudonymous which means that although your Bitcoin wallet address is not directly identifiable to you as an individual, uh, it's, I guess, it's analogous to an email address. You can have an email address that is just random characters, but if the authorities really wanted to track down the actual uh, owner of that email address, they could certainly do it. And it's the same thing with Bitcoin uh, and other cryptocurrencies. So it's actually not really an ideal 
currency for for use for money laundering or anything else because it, it definitely is trackable. Um, but in answer to your question, uh, you know, definitely there's so many uh, risks in the financial markets, and um, uh, you know, whether it's uh, from legitimate uh, exchanges or, or you know scams or anything along those lines. Um, the cryptocurrency just seems to be in the news right now, and, and I think a lot of it has to do with the run-up in prices from last year. Uh, a lot of people that were on the sidelines that weren't invested, you know, now every time there's a scam, it's kind of almost with a little bit of glee they can point and say, ah, see, I told you so. But uh, it, it, this is, it's also partly a function of, you know, the, the nascency of the market. And to a certain extent, we are still in the Wild West phase. Uh, Cryptocurrencies, by and large, are still unregulated, and there is a lack of consumer protection. and And this is an issue, and it's it is being addressed by the SEC and other regulatory bodies. But you know, as of today, it's it's still a little early, and I think a lot of retail investors are looking at this market and having some curiosity, wanting to get in. But for the time being, it's still you know a little bit too too early for for a lot of people. But uh, this is definitely something that's going to change, and I think over the next six to twelve months, uh, most of the jurisdictions in the world will come up with comprehensive regulatory frameworks around cryptocurrencies, uh, and that alone will will significantly increase the level of legitimacy in many people's eyes. And then I think slowly over time, assuming that uh, the exchange industry keeps up, then uh, we we will see mass adoption sooner rather than later. I hope so, and and. You know, sometimes it even feels like people don't want this to to succeed, but hopefully that is not the case, and uh, and people do realize that that it's not something to be afraid of. You know, this is just another another way that we can utilize our resources. Absolutely, and I think part of that is um, you know a lot of the resistance that you get right now is from from banks and governments, and you know fundamentally cryptocurrencies or rather blockchain, the technology that they are built on. Uh, its greatest feature, I think, uh, is to eliminate intermediaries. It allows for peer-to-peer transactions without this aspect of trust getting in the way. And you know, what are banks other than financial intermediaries? And so I think they, they see cryptocurrency as an existential threat, and, and possibly for good reason. So I, I, not that I think fiat will ever go away completely. I think government-backed currencies will always, always have a place. But... I do see cryptocurrencies uh, reaching uh, a point where they are a legitimate alternative, and you know, for different transactions, one may be better than the other, but uh, they'll it'll just be uh, a, another way of paying for things and another way of transacting. All right. So, if people want to get involved with Easy Exchange, um, walk us through a little bit of that process and some of the restrictions. You know, what what coins can you buy? What coins can you not buy? Etc. So uh, just so that everybody's clear, we're actually not launched yet. We're still in development, and we hope to begin beta testing very soon in the next few weeks uh, with a plan to launch in Q4 of this year. So um, we're not quite there yet, but we're well on our way. Uh, But in answer to your question, we will be launching with the top 20 coins, uh, roughly off off of CoinMarketCap or any of the, as far as total market cap, uh, some all of the, uh, the big ones uh, near the top of the list. And then our focus from that point will be adding new ICOs and, and new, new coins that have been issued that have some real value and some real tech behind them. Um, we will be implementing very strong due diligence as far as any new 
coins that we list, and uh, they will be the decisions will be made on the validity of the project rather than are they able to pay an exorbitant listing fee. Um, but we want to partner with new projects, and we want to ensure that our users uh, only have access to quality coins and and quality tech that has a future. So uh, that'll definitely be a big feature for us. Um, but in general, uh, you know, everything will be designed uh, from uh, from an intuitive ease of use standpoint with uh, support every step of the way. So as I said, even from uh, the first moment that you arrive on the website, you go to create an account. If you have any questions, if you have any trouble, there'll be a phone number that you can pick up the phone and call and talk to a human being and and they'll walk you through the process and answer any questions that you have. Uh, so, so everything is about bringing new users into the space. You know, at, at the moment, less than 2% of investors own any crypto, but over 50% own stock. And a big part of that is because the process for acquiring and trading crypto is very difficult and unsupported. And so, you know, we're hoping that by creating this portal uh, and by making it really, really easy for new users to get into the space, we can increase those crypto ownership levels up to uh, maybe not 50%, but, but close to it at least. Oh, that's fantastic. Tell us a little bit about uh, your token. Yeah, so uh, we are issuing a token. Uh, it'll be called EZX, will be the uh, ticker symbol. And uh, we are starting our initial coin offering. Uh, public, the public sale will begin September 24th. Um, and the token is really designed for specific use on the Easy Exchange platform. Uh, so its primary function will be to save on transaction fees. In other words, most of the time, most exchanges, when you make a trade, you pay the transaction fee in Bitcoin. Uh, in our case, you will have the option of paying in EZX. And if you select that option, then you will only be charged 50% of the regular transaction fee. Uh, so we believe that this is a good way for people to utilize the token. Uh, it'll build in demand, people will spend it as they make other transactions, uh, and then hopefully buy more when they run out. Uh, so there'll be some, some inherent volume that's built into the, to the token. Uh, we're also going to be offering uh, premium access to uh, uh, higher level uh, trading features. So as we roll out uh, advanced trading features, uh, we're looking at uh, uh, bot trading, we're looking at gamified uh, functions, and, and anything to really enhance the user experience and, and give users uh, added value when, they, when they're on the platform. So some of these features uh, may, may be uh, uh, requiring uh, paid access, but if you have the coin, you would get premium access. Uh, the same thing with Easy Academy, so it's something that we haven't touched upon yet, but it's a very important part of the platform uh, that we're building uh, is the training and education portal called Easy Academy. And again, so this will be for users of the exchange who hold our token. They'll have premium access to all of the features. Uh, external users, uh, there, there may be some uh, free features and then some paid features uh, for people who don't hold the, the, the coin. So uh, what we're hoping to do is uh, build in uh, some utility into the EZX token that will uh, create demand. And then uh, as long as there's trade volume, hopefully uh, the value for investors will be uh, realized. Absolutely, and education is such a integral part of, of all of this. Is once people understand exactly how things work, they're gonna feel very comfortable doing all the things that they wanna do in this space. Um, 
Tell us a little bit about your background and how you got involved with Easy Exchange and really what keeps you motivated in this space. Sure. So I got into IT in 1995, uh, and it gave me kind of a unique perspective because this was uh, the mass adoption moment for the internet. And every technology, you know, uh, when it's released, no matter how valuable it ends up being, spends a certain amount of time in obscurity before being propelled into the mainstream. And the internet, uh, that was the case. Uh, it was around since the 80s, uh, but it was command line Unix. It was very difficult to use. You had to be a programmer. And so it was, its use was restricted to academics and researchers. And in 1995, the first Netscape Navigator was released. And this was, for the first time, it gave people an easy way on, online and, and onto the internet. And internet usage went up 20 times in 1995, another 20 times in 1996, and it never looked back. And uh, I, I see a lot of similarities uh, between you know that time and, and where we are today with crypto, and especially in the transformative nature of the technology. And so, you know, in 1995, I was talking to people, and, and I would be telling them that in five years, you know, everybody's going to be online, everybody's going to have an email address, and, and most people laugh. Uh, by 2000, of course, they weren't laughing. But even you know, even as far as 1997, 1998, we couldn't imagine things like Uber and Airbnb and, and the ubiquity of smartphones. And yet, here we are, 20 years later, and the internet has fundamentally transformed every aspect of society. So, you know, where I stand today, and I look at crypto and I look at blockchain, I see a lot of similarities in, in that we're we're right at the cusp of that S curve of mass adoption and we're not yet, you know, we're, nobody's released that Netscape. And that's really what we're, what we hope to be as the Netscape navigator of crypto is that first portal that, that gives people an easy way in uh, to, to crypto. But uh, I, so I spent about five to seven years from 1995 to the early 2000s uh, programming. I was doing uh, Java development on e-commerce platforms, mainly in the U.S., uh, when the downturn, when, when the dot-com cra crash occurred, uh, I moved back to Canada and was working for a few different technology companies doing sales engineering. And then about seven years ago, I got into investing, initially part-time, uh, and then it started going well. And about five years ago, I transitioned uh, into full-time. I was focused on emerging markets and emerging technologies. And about three years ago, I stumbled onto blockchain. And once I started researching it and once I really wrapped my head around what this was, uh, it became an obsession. <laughs> Everything else got pushed aside um, and it became my sole focus. I, I built some mining rigs. I started trading. I, I, I uh, learned as much as I could about it and it just took over. I, and that obsession hasn't let up yet. <laughs> um, and it's really, it's, it's again, this, this, my belief that, that this is the next major paradigm shift in the same way that the internet changed everything blockchain is going to change everything over the next 20 years and you know it's just very exciting to be on the forefront of of something that's really groundbreaking and and transformational and um yeah it's just really exciting that is such a wonderful journey and and i can hear the excitement in your voice and and how how much you are invested in this space because you are a true believer of of this future Absolutely, it all comes from that. I mean, uh, there's you can't fake it. Uh, that that sincerity and that passion. It's it's what sustains my partner and I. You know, we just had uh, we've been traveling extensively for about the last six weeks or so, 
and uh, you know it's exhausting, but it's it's the the, the momentum that we're generating, and uh, you know the positive feedback from everyone we meet is really sustaining and, and invigorating and, and helps uh, keep us going. That is fantastic. So if people want to follow your journey more and and want to buy token, they want to get involved, what is the best way for them to contact you and to um, really keep up with your journey? So uh, the first place would be easyexchange.com, uh, our website. All the information uh, on the token sale is there. Uh, we've got some good videos. Our white paper is available for download. And... Um, my contact information, you can uh, reach out to me uh, via LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. I'm on all the social media, um, and I would love to hear from people. We have our Telegram channel, of course, as well. Uh, all these links are off of our website, so that would be the, the first place to go, easyexchange.com. Fantastic. Well, Russell, thank you so much for joining us here today on Future Tech and, and really giving us some wonderful insight into the industry itself and to the platform that you're creating. Thank you so much, Juliet. I really appreciate you having me on, and it was a real pleasure talking to you. That is Russell Corris. He is the founder and CEO at Easy Exchange. Thank you all so much for tuning in. This has been Juliet Lamar with Future Tech Podcast. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, both to review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.